TalkZone.com. David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago Sun-Times sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Hi, this is David Spada here with my co-host, Elliot Harris, and you're listening to Sports and Torts here on TalkZone.com. We're going to have a full show again this week, Elliot. We're going to have Jamie Edmondson, who was part of the Amazing Race. She's a model. She was up Playboy for... Playboy Playmate. Playboy Playmate, up for Playmate of the Year. And then we're going to have two more beautiful people, as I um, call them. Well, depends on your definition of beautiful. I don't know. We better, you better be nice. Hampton's listening, I think. Uh-oh. We're going to have two he, Hall of Fame. He can run after me, but I don't think he can chase, chase me down. I He's don't still know. got the bad knees. Yeah. We're going to have two Hall of Famers, Dan Hampton and also Rayfield Wright, former Dallas Cowboys. He's going to be talking about his book, talking about the Super Bowl down there in Dallas. But it's going to be a full show again today. And last week we had a great show. We had Nadia Larissa in studio. I just wish Jamie could be here today. Yeah. Unfortunately, she's in the more uh, desirable location of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania today for some inexplicable reason she was in los angeles the other day which is where she lives now and we had a nice chat on the phone and said thursday yeah i'll, I'll be glad to come on the show but i'll be in pittsburgh we'll find out why in a little bit who's, she, who's in the paper more picture her nadia larissa or kornikova well, kornikova dates back many years so anna has a slight advantage Although now with the reports that Anna's pregnant, I, I'm not sure if that's going to mean more photos of her or fewer photos of her. I don't know. You're not going to show the baby bump? Well, you, you never know. I'm, I'm, I'm willing if she is. But I think we got our first guest on the line. And it's probably a beautiful redhead who was on The Amazing Race, is on The Amazing Race again, or will be next month, the January 2010 Playmate of the Year. Uh, a former Miami Dolphins cheerleader. I don't know why I'm wasting all this time with the introduction. Let's just get to Jamie Edmondson. Jamie, this is Elliot Harris with David Spada. How are you? Good morning, Elliot and David. I'm good, thank you. Good. What are you doing in Pittsburgh, of all places? Um, I'm actually in Pittsburgh, of all places, because yesterday I got to mark off something from my bucket list that I'm very excited about. C- can we, can we say that on the radio? What? Yeah, so it's not, it's not dirty. Oh, I'll forget it then. <laughs> no, go ahead. Sports related. I am a I'm a big sports buff, um, especially football. And yesterday I got to come to Pittsburgh and do a cameo for um for the for Kitty Maine. He does the the main events on ESPN. The yes. little spoofs. And can can you tell us what it was your cameo involved? Uh, yeah, I'm playing the high school girlfriend of Mike McCarthy that he supposedly <laughs> dumped. I thought you were one of uh, Ben Roethlisberger's uh, exes hey, that he hey, hit on. Hey, hey, be nice. <laughs> no, no, they're doing a story on um, uh, Coach Mike McCarthy because he actually grew up right here, just outside of Pittsburgh. So it's so it's going to be. I think it's going to be funny. I think it's going to be funny at least, and it's going to air Super Bowl Sunday. You know, um, as 
as part of the pregame leading up to the actual kickoff. So okay. now I'm what- excited about I've always wanted to be on ESPN because I, I truly felt that had I been born a male, I, it was my destiny to play football. So instead I had to be a cheerleader as, as the consolation prize. So getting to be on ESPN is like definitely one of the things I've always dreamed of doing. So I get to mark that off my list now. Okay. Speaking on behalf of males and probably some females, I'm glad you were born a woman. <laughs> let's you. let's get that out of the way first and foremost. Now on Wednesday, uh, Playboy released 20 more photos of you in uh, outfits of NFL teams. Uh, have we pleased all of the fans out there in the world of the NFL now? I know you can't please everyone, but I'm hoping that the majority is pleased with the photos. Um, we have now represented all 32 teams, so people can can stop yelling at me um, and shooting the messenger because I did not originally pick the 12 teams that um, I originally modeled. You forgot the Bears play. originally. Well, it wasn't her call. It, right. I didn't, I didn't get to choose. See, Playboy chose their annual picks for who they predicted would make the playoffs, and I was just modeling the 12 teams that they had chosen in the October issue. And so I brought the actual team's photos to life. So, you know, people, I mean, I think people thought that it was teams that I had chosen. And I said, believe me, at the beginning of the year, I would have had faith even in my own hometown team, which is the Miami Dolphins, and I didn't wear their outfit. Like, I, I'm just as disturbed as you guys are that I'm a Dolphin fan and former cheerleader, and I am sandwiched between a Jets outfit and a Patriots outfit. And so <laughs> I definitely didn't pick the teams. <laughs> there would have been a few different ones I would have probably used as my playoff predictions, but now, you know, I hope that everyone's happy because we now have all 32 teams and people can stop writing me things like, hey, you know, you do look great in that Jets outfit, but where is my Raiders? <laughs> like, I was getting, I was getting semi-borderline, you know, outrage demands for their team to be represented in. So now they are, and people have actually been writing me, like, thank you for wearing you know, my my Bengals team and all that. So I Who cares like about the Bengals? It's it's more about the outfit than it is the Bengals, let me tell you. <laughs> I advise you to go to Playboy.com, check out her photo in the Dolphin outfit. I think Dolphin fans, any fans, even blind people would enjoy that picture. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing a little contest now where they'd like you to... Um, tweet and also vote if those, those who have Twitter, you know, tweet at Playboy and, you know, which team was their favorite of the 32 of the, of the outfits. I think which outfit, not necessarily if it's your favorite team or not. And then they also want doing a little online vote as well for the favorite outfit. And so, you can also go online and vote for me for Playmate of the Year at the same time if you're there. If you're there and already voting, you might as well. My favorite. <laughs> NFL player of all time is a former Dolphin, Dan Marino. I'm sure you had his jersey on back in the day. I um, actually know exactly who Dan Marino is. My first year that I cheered was his last season playing, and then the following year we retired his jersey, and I was one of the girls that got to go on stage. I felt very honored to get to go on stage with one of the other cheerleaders and unveil, you know, when they have the big halftime ceremony and unveil his jersey that was, you know, put into a shadow box type thing and during the the whole retirement ceremony. So that was, a, and it was on the, like on the front page of sports the next day. So I have that framed. My dad has it framed. Like it was, it was you know, things like that that I always remember and cherish. If you live in Miami, you don't know who Dan Marino is. Something's wrong. Something is wrong, yes. You cannot claim to be a Miami Dolphins fan if you don't know who that is. <laughs> now you're out living in Los Angeles where there's no... You had a good quarterback, so... <laughs> Being out in Los Angeles, there's there's no team out there. There's, yeah, there's, there's no NFL not. games to go to. What's it like on a Sunday in the bunny oh, house? 
A Sunday in the Bunny House consists of me being the only sports fan in the house. So I have, like, the TV to myself because no one else, like, seems to care. And I'm like, I can't even imagine waking up on a Sunday and not putting on Sports Center as the first thing that I do. Because the games come on so early, usually by, you know, 10 a.m. is the first game. I get up usually around 7 every day. So I get up and I, I stay in my pajamas. I go into the living room in the bunny house, and I put on ESPN, and that's, you know, how I've come to love all the Kenny Main segments. They make, I think they're hilarious, but I have a, a very silly sense of humor as well, so that's probably why I'm highly amused by them. And, you know, and I watch that, and I just, to, while I'm doing my, my little chores in the morning, I love to just hear the sound, the da-na-na, in the background. It makes me very excited. So I have that on, and then I change the channel once, you know, the kickoff of whatever Usually they give us two choices on the West Coast of, of two different games that are going to be coming on. So I, I pick, you know, the one I like out of the two options <laughs> since it's usually not my hometown team all the way on the West Coast that, that's being shown. Someone's um, just sent me a tweet. They wanted to know if you ever met the ESPN blimp, Chris Berman. <laughs> I actually um, I actually have met Chris Berman once at a Dan Marino golf charity event in um, in Fort Lauderdale. He was the guest speaker, so I did, did meet him once. He has a very commanding voice. <laughs> now, you have a, a nice little pooch, Miss Molly. You're not one of those people that dresses up Miss Molly in Dolphins attire, oh, are you? Miss Molly does not stand for being dressed up. Okay. Absolutely not. She She's, um, she's like you. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't like wearing clothes. Right. Wait, well, be nice. She's a former cop. So you're a cop, ma'am. You're a vice cop, or what kind of cop were you? I know. I, I just worked the night shift. I was, you know, in road patrol, so six at night. The six in the morning was my shift. And it's a rough you, shift. Yeah, I worked. The, I worked the beat, as they call it. So six at night to six in the morning, twelve-hour shifts. And it, I was just, you know, the ones that drove around town. If you called nine one one or something, I, and it was in my zone, so I was Bravo forty-four with my call sign. Then I was the one that came to your house to help you. <laughs> so you were in at South. You were in South Beach trying to arrest the if drunks. You were pulling me over, I was the one that was. I mean, if you, if I was pulling you over for speeding or whatever, I was I was that one person. So. <laughs> well, David's the lawyer. He could have gotten this off if we pulled up. But if you pulled us over for speeding, I don't know that that's an incentive not to speed. That's more like an incentive to speed to be pulled okay, over I'll, by you. I mean, you yeah, don't look like Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> people would always say little smart comments like, I didn't know that you worked there. I would have been speeding. Because <laughs> you're not the traditional looking cop. Female yes. cop. Um, exactly. Because so, when you so see they, him on TV, you see the Cagney and Lacey's, that type. I mean, the hottest cop back in the day was Angie Dickinson, right? Definitely. That's before Jamie's time. Angie Dickinson? Okay. She was hot looking at one time. And yes, but I don't know if she was an actual cop. No, she played one on TV. Okay. Yes, that was close. I think she got to the beat. Okay. <laughs> Getting back to football, you're going to be down in Dallas for the Super Bowl? I am. I head to Dallas tomorrow night for a job for Playboy. We're just we're holding like a, a casting for local girls to, you know, basically fill up the Super Bowl party with a lot of hot girls. We'll be doing that tomorrow night, and then I go back to L.A., and then I'll head back to uh, Dallas again on Wednesday you know, leading up to the game. So I'll be there Wednesday through Sunday um, for, for for Playboy Party and then also for the media. I'm going to do a couple days of media there and just, you know, hanging out. And I think it's going to be a great time. I did last year in Miami. Uh, it, was a, it was a long but very fun-filled week. Now, you were in Chicago recently to uh, shoot some photos and also do some video. You did a Bud Light yes, commercial. 
And how, how much fun was it doing that uh, walking down the hallway at Playboy and knocking over the guy with the papers, that video? Oh, oh it was – see, now that kind of stuff is exactly my sense of humor. I'm, I'm the girl whose favorite movie is Anchorman or Step Brothers. So <laughs> I was highly entertained with, with this, this video that we did. Um, well, one, I thought that the outfit itself, I think, really makes it so extra ridiculous, like with, with the suspended – you know, one piece leotard and the the Panthers jersey and the socks all the way up, up past you know thigh high socks and and it was funny because we took we did the video like during an actual just regular work day for the company so people didn't know what we were doing like we were just you know I'm storming past their cubbies and you know slamming down the bobbleheads on on their on our filing cabinets there with but they didn't even know it wasn't like we told them hey today we're, we're going to be filming this video don't be alarmed like I was just yelling in the hallways, whatever came to mind, and slamming down, assaulting bobbleheads, and then, you know, and then that's when I got to to violently take down that intern that was holding all those papers. Did he know you were <laughs> going to do that, or you just shocked him by doing it? I knew I was going to do it. I don't think that, we didn't tell him the first time we were going to do it. So how many takes did it involve? We did just two takes. We got one from the from that angle, and then one from the other angle. So the second time he knew, but the first time it was like, hey, carry these papers, walk down the hallway, we're just filming this little video. We didn't really want him to, like, brace for it. We wanted him, we wanted him to go down. So it was actually really actually really fun to hit people, and when they fall, it's funny. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> After the second time, did he say, if you want to hit me a third or a fourth or a fifth time, be my guest? He, he was a good sport. It was just funny. I think that because I think he's an, I think he was an intern, so I, I think <laughs> he was, like, he just did what he was told, you know, he didn't argue it. He didn't. Just like a husband with their wife. Hey, he can put yeah, it on his yeah. resume now. I'm not married, but I assume. <laughs> I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> so you're going to be doing The Amazing Race again coming up? Yes, but I'm actually not allowed to talk about The Amazing Race. Okay, the first Amazing Race. How long did you have to train for that? Um, uh, There wasn't really any training involved. I mean, you obviously want to try to be in the best shape possible, but since you don't know what's coming... It's hard to train for the unknown. You, you know, you just you have no idea where you're, where you're going, what you're doing, the the, the weather. You have, they don't tell you anything. It's, everything is just up in the up in the air. It's just unknown until you actually get from clue to clue. So it's it's hard to train for something that you just don't know what's coming. Okay. Now that you and uh, Kara Rosenthal, another former Dolphins cheerleader, are reunited, did that comfort level return instantly? Well, I, like I said, um, we're really, we're not allowed to okay. discuss uh, the Amazing Race at all until we get we, we we can do interviews on them. Oh. Um, but it just has to be approved first. Of the okay, PR Your Honor, I withdraw the question. <laughs> I'll tell you something though: the places you were the last time, they were not the luxury you're not at South Beach. You're in some countries with cold weather. We were in what Russia for a while, and you went all the way across the country, right? And the first time. Uh, uh, yeah, across the world. I mean, we went to nine countries in 22 days, 60-something thousand miles. <laughs> Hopefully they paid you well enough for that because, I mean, that's that's a that's grind. Brutal. Well, I mean, you get paid based on the place you come in. So the winners get a million dollars, and we we were the runners-up, and it wasn't a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. You said you want to get on ESPN if you can. Another former cheerleader has made her name at ESPN, Erin Andrews. Is there any hope that maybe you can – kind of push her out of the way or work side by side with her? 
I, I mean, I would. I don't really want to push her all the way. I just want to make room for me. <laughs> that shouldn't be I, a problem. Yeah, my my dream is to, uh, you know, I want to get into either. I love radio. I love radio. I love it where you can just talk to people. But you don't have don't a have, face. You don't have a face for radio. You know what? That's what I, sometimes I fill in for the co-host, the morning co-host on Playboy Radio, and they tell me that all the time. They're like. You know, you do great, and we, we love you, but, you know, you don't have a face for radio. It's almost like they feel bad, like they're like they're holding me back. I'm like, but you don't understand. I, I actually truly enjoy just getting on getting on here, and the three hours goes by so fast because I mean, I'm just talking, and I and I enjoy that. I don't have theatrical, theatrical ambition. People have been asking me, oh, you're in L.A., you, are you going to act? You're going to be an actress? And I'm like, absolutely not. I don't, I don't feel that I'm an actress. I don't – I've never had a passion for that. Um, I know that m- most people in L.A., they are they – are, you know, working hard to to break into the industry, but that's not where um, you know my passion lies. It lies with sports. So either sideline reporting, hosting a show, or radio is really what gets me excited. What about Dancing with the Stars? Have you been approached to be on that yet? I'd love to be on Dancing with the Stars. I have not been approached. I don't know who you have to talk to about that, but I think that we should start a campaign. There you go, Elliot. You're in the media. Hey, sounds like I'm a good idea the to me. Power of the internet. We should. We need to start. You know, they need to. We need to start sending out. Um, you know, messages to who, to whoever kind of hears about that and kind of gets your name on the on the board for for an option. I would love to be dancing with the stars. Who would you want to be your partner? Which one um, of the professional I men? I would not picky about my partner. The only thing, because you know, honestly, they're I, they're all clearly fabulous dancers, um, but. I would just ask that the partner be taller than me. That is the only thing that that would only thing I would be picky about because I am I'm five nine without shoes on. So with a little you know with a little heel you're you know five ten five ten and a half at least. So that would be really my only my only um, demand would be that he at least be taller than me. Sounds reasonable. <laughs> I don't think it's asking for too much. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Now, uh, this Playmate of the Year balloting is still going on. How long does it go on, and when is the Playmate of the Year unveiled? Well, the Playmate of the Year is unveiled actually not until May to the public. Um, and I believe that we haven't had a, a definitive end date, but I'm under the impression that I think it runs through January is kind of what I think the consensus has been. There hasn't really been a... Like, you know, it's like we got a memo that said, okay, and on this day it ends, which I don't know why we haven't gotten a memo letting us know so we can either stop harassing people <laughs> to please vote every day, you know, or we can keep it up. We we don't really have a clear idea. So it seems like I've heard that, you know, to go through January. So that's, that's what I think I'm going to do. I'm just going to, you know, try to keep getting it out there. So please take a moment to vote for the first redhead in 40 years. That'd be, that'd be the first time a redhead won in four, since 1970. When you win, are you going to come back and go for it again? Go for what again? On, on, come back on our show. So, oh, of course. Absolutely. Now, can we get you in the studio is the question. Will we ever get you in Chicago? Certainly not I, in uh, January. Um, I actually do come to Chicago quite a bit throughout the year. I, I love Chicago. I just prefer Chicago when it's a little bit warmer. But I have, I'm not opposed to spending time in Chicago at all. So, so you're in the... So I will definitely be there. So if you win Playmate of the Year, you're going to be the most famous redhead you're probably the second most famous redhead in my house. The famous redhead is Annie, but you'll be number two. Oh, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay coming up second to Annie <laughs> or Lucille Ball. Anyway, Jamie Edmondson, thank you for coming on Sports and Torts. It's been a pleasure. Everybody out there, 
Go to Playboy.com. Vote for your favorite photo of Jamie in the NFL. But more importantly, go to Playboy.com and vote for her for Playmate of the Year so we can have her in the studio. Yes, please do. Thanks for having me, you guys. Our sound guy is blushing. He can't wait to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Have fun at the Super Bowl, Jamie. Thank you again. When we come back, we will have on Hall of Famer Ray Philwright. You're listening to Sports and Torts on TalkZone.com. If you're injured at work, don't try to be a hero and work in pain. Immediately tell your boss how you were injured and seek medical treatment. Then call my guy, attorney David Spada, to make sure that your rights are protected. David will fight for the payment of your medical bills, lost wages, and settlement. Insurance companies and employers have individuals representing their interests. Why not you? You must have an experienced attorney on your side. All fees are contingent upon your recovery. Call David Spada at 847-729-COMP. That's 847-729-2667. I looked at her, and I was just... Wow, she looks so young. I told her I couldn't believe how smooth her face looks. She's lost, what, 10 years at least? I look at her and it's like I'm looking at a picture of my wife from 20 years ago. It's incredible. How are ordinary women across America looking years younger? They've discovered the proven breakthrough called hydroxytone. It erases wrinkles, tightens skin, and makes frown lines disappear from view. See for yourself by requesting a risk-free trial of hydroxytone today. The results are so impressive. Hydroxytone was given away in VIP gift bags at international film festivals. Try hydroxytone risk-free and shed years from your appearance faster than you thought possible. She always looked good to me, but now I can't believe how young she looks. Call now for your free trial of hydroxytone. For a limited time, try it before you buy it. 1-800-528-8855. But hurry, when this offer's gone, it's gone. Call 1-800-528-8855. 1-800-528-8855. 